Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this week's episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. I hope everyone enjoyed their Easter weekend and got to spend it uh, hopefully with people you love, friends and family. And I hope everyone uh, took the chance to remember the sacrifice that was made for all of us and to celebrate the victory um, that was won. So, I know I had a good Easter with, uh, I, I, I was lucky enough I got to uh, be with most of my family and especially blessed because I got to see my, my grandfather and grandmother. Uh, they're here in Tennessee, but uh, I don't get to see them like super regularly. So it was uh, really a blessing to spend that day with them and, and, and see my grandpa and um, just enjoy his company and enjoy the company of the rest of my family. I also got to see my cousin Caitlin and her new husband, Jervon for the first time since their wedding. So, and they're, uh, they live in Atlanta, so they made the drive up and, uh, it meant it was really good to see them and talk about the honeymoon and, uh, see how newlywed life is going for them. And so I really enjoyed the weekend and, Uh, I have a lot of energy going into this week, and part of the reason why is because of this podcast. I love getting to record um, and sit down with uh, our guests, and this week's guest I'm excited to have because he's someone who has been around our family, uh, spends a lot of time around our family, especially starting last year. Uh, but I personally haven't really had a chance to like have a one-on-one conversation with him. And so I reached out to him last week or maybe a couple weeks ago and said, Hey man, would you, would you want to have our first conversation with microphones recording? And he said, yes. So, um, I'm thankful that he said yes. And I'd like to welcome to the show, Mr. Basic Best Way. Basic, thank you for being here, bro. Bro, thank you for having me, uh, it's just been a great honor to to be on here and oh, uh, join the amazing people who have been on here. So oh, thanks thank, for having me. Of there. course, bro. Thank you for being here. And I know uh, from from some of the things that my brother has told me, I'm, I'm sure we'll have. Uh, I think we have a lot in common. So this will be a fun conversation to have. But basic, I want to to start off, give you an opportunity to introduce yourself to our listeners. Um, just share with them a little bit about yourself and if you could tell them uh, what your connection to the Katina family is as well, that'd be great. So uh, my, my name is basic. We, we already mentioned that, <laughs> but uh, 
I was born uh, in the Micronesian Islands. Um, I moved to Oregon in 2008 when I was eight years old and grew up there pretty much my whole life. Um, I'm 20 years, 21 years old. And uh, the way I got connected um, just with the Katinas is uh, through Love Squared uh, missions. Um, Eli uh, had Eli and Jeremy had connections with. Um, I did Young Life growing up in high school. Had uh, um, connections with uh, my Young Life leader, which got in contact with me, and that's pretty much how I, how I ended up out here. So awesome. Yeah. So you're uh, you're currently part like taking part in the Love Squared internship program. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And when did that start? This started, uh, well, I got out here in August um, of last year, um, but yeah, I got out here in August. So like so eight months ago? Eight months ago, yeah. And, and how long is the program? It's a year-long uh, program, um, and it ends in July. Okay. July 1st, yeah. So you're, you got like three-ish months left. Three-ish months left, yeah. I, I'm sure we'll talk about the internship and... Mm-hmm. I've had one, well, actually, I've had two former interns on the show. Yeah, two, uh, Daniel Thompson and Taranuku. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're our third, and uh, I, I love getting to sit down and talk with those guys. And I really am inspired by, like, um, one thing that I think all the interns have in common is that they all had to take a pretty big leap, leap of faith oh, to, yeah. to do what they chose to do and so um that's like the before i even knew your name when i heard that yeah we've got a a new intern coming i knew oh ah, this guy he's taking a big leap of faith so we'll talk about that and um uh yeah so i i already kind of explained this to you and um for anyone who hasn't listened to the show before uh the way this podcast works is i ask three questions to my guests and the first two questions are things that really are more interesting things that I'm more interested in and then the third question is a little bit more about you so we'll get there when we get there but for now we'll start with question number one and it has to do with the kind of the love squared internship Um, but I just want to ask you basic so you're 21 years old if you weren't doing this internship right now, what would you be doing? Well, before I took this, um, I was going to school. Uh, I was going to community college um, in our area. and Back, back in Oregon? Yeah, back okay. in Oregon, sorry. Um, and I was doing that for two years, and my whole plan was to... So I actually stopped going when we were all online. Um, before during COVID, okay. when COVID hit, and um, I just didn't like the online, so yeah. um, I just stopped going, but my whole plan was to go back um, and finish up school, and uh, I was also involved um, leading Young Life at uh, my local high school there. So. Okay. What were you studying in school? Um, there wasn't... I didn't have like a specific like idea what I want to do, but it was just like general like okay. gen ed classes. If you 
like if they told you basic you have to pick a major right now what do you what do you think it would have been i think more towards business business yeah okay. i think you could do a lot with the with the business degree yeah. even if you don't know what to do with your life like there's a lot of past that trust that so i graduated with a business degree okay, so I okay yeah and part like i was kind of in a place where i really wasn't sure it, um college is so weird because you're like 18 19 20 years old and you really have no you're still figuring out who you are yeah. who, you're figuring out yourself and uh they want you to pick something like pick your career path or whatever and i know you got to pick it at some point but it is a t like i think there's so many people out there who they go to college not and they still don't really have any direction as to like what they're passionate about or what they want to do yeah. and so and a lot of them just major in business and you know i'm thankful for my degree and it, it worked out but um i want to talk to you a little bit about young life because so i went to young life when i was in high school mm -hmm. yeah. and it was a really good experience for me um, explain to our listeners who might not know what is Young Life and what was your experience both as a student attending and then as a Young Life leader afterwards. Mm. So Young Life um, is a ministry, but it's not like any other ministries. Um, like it's different from like your local church ministry. Um, Young Life focuses more on like uh, uh, just teens and uh i really like how they go upon things with like um they do a lot of things that uh will catch um young young teens attention and they use that and then lead lead them to jesus yeah. um so uh yeah young lives a, a ministry um a non-profit ministry uh it's Pretty much worldwide, one of the yeah. biggest uh, uh, national ministries yep. ever. So, and so, in when you were introduced to Young Life, were you um, like, did you grow up in the church, or, or so you did? Or, no, no, or no, no, no. So, um, I, my my family is heavily Catholic. Okay, and um, so I kind of grew up with an idea of who Jesus was, mm -hmm. but. It was, I think, my junior year when I uh, first went to my young life, first young life camp, and dude, that was the whole, just turnaround point with, like, them telling me I can have an actual relationship mm. with this guy named Jesus. So, yeah, young life's been a big part of, of like my life, and that's awesome. So, so, what made you go to to like what was how did they hook you? How did they get you to come, show up the first time? Bro, so it was, it was actually, uh, it was hard at first because um, my whole uh, viewpoint on church is like, you don't go to church to, uh, to like have fun, mm. or you don't go where Jesus is and learn about Jesus and have fun. Mm. Um, so um, long story short, uh, I got invited. There was a spot that opened up and a lot of uh, my friends were going and they just kept inviting me and like convincing me to go and i saw a video clip of what was going on like during that summer uh -huh. and 
I was like, oh, dude, that looks fun. And we had two a days that week that I didn't want to go to. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, hey, sign me up. So and you, you were a football player? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I played football in high school, yeah. Cool. So, so football player and Young Life attendee. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice, bro. Um, so I didn't know that you grew up Catholic. Yeah. And so the Catholic Church is actually something that interests me because I grew up, I guess I, I grew up Protestant, so I've never been to Mass. Um, yeah. I, I had friends that were Catholic growing up, but as I grew older, um, I started, like I guess you could say, learning or just hearing about different things about Catholicism and the Catholic Church. And to be honest, my perspective on it was that a lot of it like seemed very beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it seemed... Uh, like there's elements of the Catholic Church that are very attractive to me. Yeah, I'd like to ask someone who grew up in a house in a in a family like that. What was like? What's the experience for like the average, like devout Catholic kid growing up yeah. in in Oregon? Well, it was. I think that my experience um, was uh, mass mm-hmm. every Sunday morning. Um, at 11 o'clock, um, and I'm not even gonna lie, growing up as a kid, when I went to mass, dude, I, like, there's a lot of, t- a lot of the times I would doze off. <laughs> um, I but, don't think that's exclusive to Catholic yeah, kids. No, right? no, I, get, I get that, yeah, yeah, um, but it was a lot of, uh, um, like memorizing prayers Mm. um and a lot of like principles that you integrate into your family um and yeah that's about it yeah um when you i'm assuming there was like a transition that you made from catholic to where you are now how has that affected your relationship with your family dude oh that's a um so every time my so like my grandma is i love her so much Mm -hmm. um she's one of the heaviest like um like believers I've seen and she's she's a Catholic uh-huh. and dude that's where I learned like true um just like devotion from uh and like I just remember w- waking up every every morning at six um and walking walking downstairs and she'd be on her knees praying mm-hmm. and um so her her whole view on it is obviously like me leaving me leaving the Catholic church is like a bad thing yeah and <laughs> Um, same with my dad. Mm. Um, so it, it, it kind of, I kind of have to like re-explain that mm-hmm. it's, I'm still like involved with, 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 uh, with Jesus yeah. and doing, doing the whole ministry work. Um, yeah. it, it just doesn't look the same as right. you guys want it to look. Right. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, I think about me growing up, so I grew up in a family 
sounds similar to yours where faith is not just an important thing it's the most important thing in in our in my family and i think there's healthy and unhealthy things like there's unhealthy parts of that but that's a different episode but anyways (laughs) like if i i think you know by my own choice i've uh i adopted the same faith that my family has Mm -hmm. and Obviously, they were a huge influence in that, but yeah. I made my own decision about that. And I have to be honest, like if I had um, if I had convictions that were leading me in a different direction, the it would have been hard for me to to talk to my family about that. And you know, I'm sure there was conversations that you've had and um, you know, I don't know everything, but I will say I commend you to, for someone to um, to make a decision for themselves and uh, go where they feel that they're convicted to go, um, even if it goes against maybe what their own family, who I know, I'm sure you love your family, like that's a huge step. And we talked about it earlier, taking big leaps of faith. That's yeah. a big leap of faith. Yeah. No pun intended. But Thanks for, um, I appreciate that. Of course. Well... Um, I guess I'll move on to to your second official question, okay. and this one's really uh, it's something that I'm just curious about. Um, I want to know, like, is there a story behind your name, Basic? Because uh, people are going to see your name will be in the title. <laughs> There'll be there's a guy named Basic, and I, yeah. you're the first person yeah. I've ever yeah. n- met named Basic. Yeah. Is there a story behind that, or is it just a name that your parents gave you? <laughs> There's actually a pretty funny story. Okay. I uh, So um, I mentioned earlier that uh, I moved out here when I was eight, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so my, my real name is spelled P-E-I-S-I-K, mm-hmm. so Pasic. Okay. Um, but when my, when my mom was doing our paperwork, somewhere along the journey, um, it changed to basic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like through like immigration or customs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So through like making the passports and um, something with not having like uh, my birth certificate or something like that. Okay. It's weird. I don't know, but... That's the story they told me. And wow. So, yeah. It's That's just, funny. Yeah. So now, like, your government name, is it spelled B-A-S-I-C? It's spelled B-A-S-I-C. So you just kept it. I, I just kept it. Yeah. it was, there was no turning back from that. Do you but, remember a time in your life where you spelled your name a different way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. I'll do, like, back home in elementary, like, that's the way I would spell, spell it. And it's really weird, like, transitioning to like spelling basic yeah why did it, what like why did you stop spelling it that way just because just because that was when like in school uh-huh. um they obviously had your names on computer mm-hmm. and so i just, just went, went with that yeah. so yeah you weren't like no my name is not that. No. <laughs> that's funny yeah. i wonder because yeah. like your name is like it's the first thing you're given when you're born yeah and yeah uh like uh, people, you probably, 
a lot of people probably don't think about it, but like your name has a huge impact on your identity. Yeah. What did Ooh. you feel? Did you have like identity issues when you were a kid? Like my name is different now. <laughs> dude, I did. Oh, I wow. did, honestly. Um, at first it like, obviously. So when I moved out here, I had, I, I didn't know the language. Right. Okay. And so I had to relearn it. And when I first found out that my name was a part of the English like like language, uh. I was like, oh, dude, that's so cool. Like, I feel so special. But then I found out the meaning and I was like, hold on, like, maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe it's not so, so cool. Um, so I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say like big, I like identity issue. It was just like. Oh, my name means like basic. Yeah. So, yeah. so I actually didn't know that you. So English is not your first language. It's not. No. What is yeah. your first language? Um, it's Chukis. Okay. Um, so it's Chuk is an is one of the islands, main main four islands in the Micronesian chain. So. So you came here eight years old, and you sp like spoke no English or like a little bit or. No, I, I spoke no English. No English no. at all. Mm -mm. So. How did you like, how did they integrate you into like school? It was a lot of taking um, like language development classes. Mm. I remember I couldn't, I couldn't go to my first, um, my, the elementary school next to my house because that's where all my cousins were going. I had to go to like a, like a different one okay. to first learn English uh -huh. and then um, I could start going there. Okay. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was a whole a whole process. Yeah, so. I uh so one of my good friends in college, she was majoring in TESOL, mm. which was teaching English to speakers of other languages. I think that's what it stands oh, wow. for. I'm sorry. But she uh I'm sorry if I butchered that, but th that's like what she wanted to do was teach kids who came to America or um yeah, who came to America and didn't speak English how to speak English and that's such a foreign concept to me obviously because yeah. i grew yeah. up speaking english and but that's a huge barrier to 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 have to get over yeah especially for someone in like their developing years like mm. you're 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 just learning how to be a kid and you know you want to have friends but all, all the kids around you yeah. aren't speaking you can't you literally can't exactly. understand what they're saying yeah. they can't understand you and so what like was it what was it like like making friends when you first came over um dude it was it was hard at first yeah. especially with like a different culture shock um with the language barrier and just different different things i wasn't used to my first my first time when i showed up to uh to my first class um Bro, I showed up with slippers, mm. shorts, and a tank top. Yeah. And I, that's how I walked in. And it was during winter time. <laughs> and everybody was looking at me like, what, what is this dude doing? <laughs> but it's just stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, there was definitely like a huge, huge barrier. And at first, like it was hard to make friends uh, just because you just can't like communicate mm -hmm. um, like properly. But as soon as I like got down the, the language, I think it took like a year yeah. or or two to really like get down like the the basic stuff mm -hmm. but then like it de developed like later on but 
um that's that's when it started like getting easier yeah so. and the, they say that kids kids usually pick up languages quicker than mm-hmm. like adults like if, yeah if you were trying to learn english today it'd probably be harder than yeah than when you were yeah eight years old or whatever yeah going back to your uh to your name story i have a funny story about this so this just shows how like i guess how the government naming system works (laughs) so my um my grandfather on my on my mom's side his name's byron byron hill byron and um he was like when he was born he wasn't given a middle name. Like his parents just didn't give him a middle name. So his name was just Byron Hill. That was yeah, um, his name or whatever. And when he was uh, like 17 or 18, mm. he had to register for the draft. Oh, wow. And when he was writing his name down, like on the form, they have like uh, first, middle, last, write your names. Mm. And so he wrote his name, Byron Hill, in the but in the middle the place where you're supposed to write the middle name he just left it blank and he didn't he i guess like someone was like you can't leave it blank or whatever so he wrote i i still to this day don't know why but he wrote like the letter e and then he crossed it out and wrote no n o like <laughs> no like no i don't have a middle name oh, well somehow that got in and now like legally his middle name is Eno, E-N-O. And wow. it's just stuck with him. It, that's like wow. on all of his government yeah. uh, paperwork or whatever. His name is Byron Eno Hill. Man. So Eno, Eno is now a family name in, <laughs> in, my, in my family. But that, that, that's how it works. If you make Dude, one little, crazy, yeah. if you put it down, it's there forever, <laughs> bro. But um, yeah, it's funny how one little moment can really change your yeah. life. But it's true. Well, that's cool. That's a cool story. And yeah, you don't meet a lot of people named Basic. Yeah. And I remember when I was like, I was probably a freshman in high school when like, but I started hearing Basic as like, uh, like you don't want to be Basic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, yeah. it was like a new term when, and you know, the kids always pick up the, the, the slang the fastest, but um, yeah. What I know about you, uh, basic. You're not. You're not basic. Bro. I'm sure you <laughs> never heard bro. that one before. Yeah. <laughs> I actually was yeah. thinking of. I, I was realizing this. So you're 21. I am. Yep. I'm 25. I'm turning 26 in like a month or so. Mm. And so I'm starting. Well, not starting, but I recognize that I'm no longer like. I'm not 21. Like I'm not like a young. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. A cool kid, as they say. <laughs> and one of the things that really made me realize it was I saw like a video on TikTok. I am still young enough to be on TikTok. Let's go. Where, but like I see videos and these teenagers are saying things. Yeah. And like I'm getting to the point where some of the slang now I don't understand. Yeah. And that yeah. is scary to me because I've always been like, I feel like I've always been hip to like just slang and yeah. the the lingo kids are using, but like there's some things I hear like uh, what was it? I'm afraid to even say it because I don't. Maybe it's a bad thing. It, I think I heard um, someone say like ch- chuggy or chug. Or, have you heard the, or chug chug? 
Have you heard True. that before? No, dude, that's why. Okay. That's my first time. Maybe that's not really <laughs> yeah. a link. Maybe that's not really slang. It was like a video where some girl was asking her dad what these slang words mean. Oh. And I was like, they were saying something and like, oh, I know that. What's drip mean? I know what drip okay. is. Yeah. And then she said, chug. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> chug? Kids are saying that now? But... Bro, maybe I'd be high too. Yeah, <laughs> well... Yeah, I'm turning 26 soon, so that's weird to say. <laughs> enjoy your 21, yeah. 22, 23 while it lasts, bro. Thanks, bro. And, um, all right, well, the, there's your first two questions. Let's go. And um, you're doing great, man. And now we're going to move on to our third question, um, which, like I said, is a little bit more about you. And it's really what the heart of this podcast is about. And it's an open-ended question, so I want you to feel free to answer it however you feel like mm. answering it. And the question is simply this. What's going on at home? Hmm. Well, I'm kind of at a spot right now um, with... Um, so Love Squared... I don't know how open this is, but Love Squared... Offered me a position to 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 stay, and pretty much um, stay with the next interns uh, for next year. Um, Congratulations, bro! Thanks, bro. <laughs> um, but also, uh, there's young life back home mm. um, that uh, I also have a spot when I go back. Um, so. I'm kind of in a really like spot to like make a decision. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I wouldn't say it's like been weighing on me, but this is like one of the biggest like decisions mm. I have made yet, like in life. Yeah. So, um, it's either I go back home or I stay here, mm. um, for another year. Um. So, that's what's really been going on. Um, yeah. Well, I will say it's good to have people that it's good to be wanted, bro. And so Thanks, the bro. fact that you're wanted by two different places, that's, that's a testament to your character. Yeah. And, uh, I love that you brought that up, that you're at a place where you're, you're making a decision. It's obviously a big decision. Um, and you know, everyone if you live life long enough and you really don't have to live that long, but <laughs> you're going to have to make big decisions in your life. Yeah. And those can often be scary times and yeah. uh, times where you have a lot of doubt. And, um, but you know, one thing that I think I've learned um, in my 25 years of age <laughs> is that, a lot of times it's not about the decision. It's not about what you choose. It's about how you choose it. Mm. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's a lot of things in life, in your life, in my life, most things actually that are completely out of your control. Yeah. Um, I think I learned that a lot during when COVID started mm. uh, that I really realized that I don't really have any control over yeah. most of the things that happen to me. Um, and, you know, hearing w what's going on at home for you right now, like 
I think those are both great options. Um, but the reality is, is like a lot of how that's going to go for you is not really in your control. Yeah. Um, but what you do have control over is how you approach this season of your life right now, Mm -hmm. the season of, of waiting and the season of trying to make a decision. And I fully believe, you know, and this goes to anyone, uh, anytime that you make a decision, especially one that carries a lot of weight, like if you can uh, approach that situation fearfully and um, with due diligence, obviously, and um, but also gratitude, um, the way you make that decision, that's going to be the kickstart of whatever it is. Mm. And so... um, does that resonate with you at all? That does, dude. It's it's crazy that you brought that up because, so before this, I had a meeting with the, one of the pastors uh, from Rolling Hills. Mm. Um, he came by. I work at the coffee house in downtown Franklin. He came by, got, got coffee, and just we just got to talking. And he invited me out to to lunch. And dude, that's that's a lot of what he was saying. Is um, it's not about. You, you obviously know that God's going to use you in both places. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like how you approach it yeah. from now. Yeah. And so, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, of course. Um, I would like to ask, so I've had, um, like I said earlier, I've had intern, Love Squared interns on the show before. Um, but none, I don't think I've ever had one who's like in, actively in the internship. Yeah. Can you explain to our listeners, like, what is the Love Squared internship and, like, what does your life look like on a day-to-day basis right now? Hmm. So the internship is pretty much, um, it's year-long, and we get mentored by um, Jeremy Williams, uh, who's been involved in ministry for more than... I forgot how many years, but he's he's been in he's been in it uh, for a while. Um, Jeremy's the real deal. He is, yeah. man. He is. Um, but we just focusing on focus on like disciple discipleship mm. and how to disciple um, young leaders, um, and we do it by just spending time with with kids and showing up in the world. Um, so. What what was the the second half of the question? Um, so like being in the internship, like what does like a regular day look like mm. for you? So right now I'm at um, Centennial and Independence High School. Um, so we meet at Centennial um, on Mondays at six, and then we meet with Independence on Wednesdays at uh also at six okay um so we do a lot of the um the interns the picking up food and and preparing um before uh group starts and um we wednesday wednesdays is set up set for like our training like the interns training with with Jeremy and and our our staff meetings is is uh, Wednesday morning, um, but throughout the week it's a lot of just showing up in the world of kids mm-hmm. and 
being present. Yeah. So, how do you think? And maybe maybe you haven't, but do you feel like you've changed at all through the process of the internship so far? Dude, I have. Yeah, I've I've seen some uh, just growth with maturity um on my like view on life and um and it's helped me grow in my relationship as well with um, jesus mm-hmm. uh with really learning how to there's been so many like growth throughout the year i can't like uh name one but recently uh i've like learned what it truly means to like trust mm. and believe mm. um and dude god god just shows up in so many ways that we like don't expect and mm. it's always at the nick of time when you think everything's gonna fall apart mm. and then bo- boom like he does it his way yeah. and so um yeah recently i just learn how to trust mm. like how to actually trust with yeah. everything so yeah that's a good lesson to learn yeah and i think it's a lesson you have to keep learning over yeah. and over again yeah. what, one of my favorite things about the internship so i think this is like the third year or so that love squared has been doing it mm. and i'm not really like um obviously i i'm around love squared but i don't uh spend a lot of time like i don't get in the weeds with with like eli or my dad or jeremy about what's going on with love squared but one thing that i do know and that i love about what the internship is doing right now is that you're actually living with uh another intern as well as a staff member at love squared yeah i think that's so cool because like i think community is such a huge part of just being a human, but also um, your faith journey. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think just the fact that you're like literally sleeping under the same roof as, yeah. as these guys, it's got to help grow that bond for you. And yeah. like, did you know anyone in par- a part of Love Square before you came? I didn't know. So Bradley Thurber is uh, the other intern mm-hmm. and we're both from Oregon. Uh. And we lived 20 minutes away from each other. He was also involved in Young Life. Wow. And we both moved here and had no idea who each other were. Wow. So, um, and I hadn't, I, I hadn't met, met Dan uh, before. So, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome just living with those guys and um, really learning from each other mm-hmm. and also, like, challenging each other to, to grow. Yeah. Um, personally and like on everything whether it's like in a gym or like uh anything in our life and especially like with our faith Mm. and it's always nice we you talked about like community and it's nice uh having those kind of guys around you especially in hard times where you just lean on them yeah so it's been awesome yeah, and that's another risk you took. Like you could have gotten here and been like, "These people are crazy <laughs> yeah. here. I don't like yeah, these people." Yeah. Uh, that was one of so when I went to my first year in college, mm. uh, I had 
two roommates they were just random roommates i didn't know them at all and i was that was like one of the only things i was really nervous about was like literally sharing rooms with people that i didn't know and it ended up working out we weren't like best friends but we got along yeah (laughs) and um we were friendly and so i actually ran into one of my one of those guys like a couple of weeks ago i hadn't seen him in years and it was good to catch up with him (laughs) that's neither here nor there but but um well did i um i'm glad that you chose to come to and, and be an intern and i i do know that not every you you don't do like glorious things all the time yeah, yeah. a lot of it is like you said i I pick up the food i yeah i clean up the trash <laughs> i do all that stuff and um you know i think those are valuable that's a valuable way to like yeah. spend your time and and to serve and i think everybody should at some point in their life do and turn like things for yeah. for yeah for something because there's a you know there's a humility that 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 builds but also it um i think it gives you an appreciation for um where you're going to be and yeah, where, yeah. where where you grow into and um an appreciation that i think is hard to get any other mm-hmm. way but yeah um we have a little bit of time left so i'm just gonna ask you some like hey, quick questions go for it so what position did you play in football so all through high school uh, I was a lineman. Okay. Uh, O-line yeah. or D-line or both? or I mainly played... Uh, so my freshman, sophomore, and junior year, I played O-line. Okay. Yeah. Um, next question. What's the biggest difference between the States and Micronesia? Dang. <laughs> Where do I start? Um, well... I think uh, just the obvious like difference is culture. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, culture back home is so so different than like just your usual day um, in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. It's really big on like um, uh, respect. Yeah, and um and a lot of a lot of it is from like the catholic faith mm. and like what we believe in um it's like inter- intertwined a little yeah. to with the culture so um yeah is the is the catholic church like uh is that like the biggest denomination on in Mic- micronesia or yeah so the main the main ones uh back home that at least i've seen growing up was catholic mormons Mm -hmm. and seven days okay have you seen have you heard of seven days yeah 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 it's it's similar in samoa yeah i I think they had good missionaries back (laughs) in the day yeah yeah they still do (laughs) um uh cool man well um another question what kind of music do you listen to um I'd like to say worship music. You don't have to. Don't lie, bro. <laughs> but I was uh, growing up. Uh, I all my uncles were just heavy on like 
90s hip hop. Okay. And so I just kind of grew up around that. And I think now uh, it's just more of, of, of hip hop. So do you listen, else. like, are you still listening? Do you, I should ask this. Do you listen to, like, current hip-hop today? I do, yes. Yep. Like, wh- who are some of your favorite artists right now? Um, Right now, I think the top one is J. Cole. Okay. For sure. Um, second, I still... It's been six... It's been a couple years before he released an album, but I still listen to some of his stuff. Is Kendrick. Yeah. Um, It's been five I, years. Five years, yeah. yeah. Is it true he's he, he's releasing? Yeah, I wanted to ask you if you heard yesterday yeah. the news came out. Kendrick Lamar is releasing an album May thirteenth, I think it yeah. is. Over five Dude, years, I'm I excited, know. bro. Do you think that's gonna? Do you think it's gonna be big or is it gonna? I uh, think. So it's I'm been a, a while. Yeah, so right? I'm a huge Kendrick fan. There was yeah. the. I don't know if I could say it still, but there was definitely a time where Kendrick was by far my favorite artist yes. out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kendrick, the the talent and skill goes without saying. Yeah. So I'm not concerned about that. I am curious, like, sonically, like, musically, what it's going to sound like. Yeah. Because... Five years is a long time mm-hmm. to go without like creating something, yeah. and so I'm just curious how. I don't know. I have no idea what it's yeah. gonna sound like because if you listen to a lot of his other albums, they they have different uh, like instrumentation and yeah. vibes yeah. each of his albums. And the other thing, like because it's been so long, the expectations are like through the roof for this album that's what i was listening to um just some random like hip-hop podcast yesterday and like literally hours after the announcement they were like well this album's already locked for album of the year and this is gonna be one of the (sighs) most crucial moments in hip-hop history and like maybe they're right but there's only one album yeah, of the year. Dude, I, I don't know. The expectations are just yeah. really high. So I don't know if he can meet them. Yeah. Um, I'm trying my best to temper my expectations yeah. and yeah. like just enjoy the album for, yeah. for what it is. I'm thankful we're getting another one. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the one thing like with everyone overhyping it. Yeah. And also like. A lot of things happened in five years. Yeah, like, music's changed. Yeah, uh, drastically, and even like t- TikTok has been a big platform for like music. And at one point, like trap drums were were the hit, and yeah. then you just move slowly throughout the years. Like it's 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 really morphed into like I can't even I don't even know what it is now. Yeah, like it's different. I like so. I'm I'm a huge hip hop fan and um I still listen to like basically the same artists that I was listening to in high school which is like 8 years ago yeah, now. Yeah. I try and stay up to date on like the current like the hot artists or whatever and yeah. um I'm not like some of them are okay and some of them some of them are really good. I'll say that. Some yeah. of them I enjoy. Um, some of them I'm, I don't really see like, I don't, I don't get this, but, um, I'm trying to think where I was going with that. (laughs) Oh, I was just gonna like, are 
so you're around high school kids a lot. I am, yes. What are they listening to? I think a lot of like the current current ones. Uh, Which are who? Lil Baby. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually, he's one of the guys I, I like listen to. Okay. Like current, current wise. When I think of like today in hip hop, Lil Baby's like one of the only names that I can really think of. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which, yeah. He's yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> There's Lil Baby, Dub Baby. Uh, who else? Obviously, Drake. Okay, yeah. Drake, Drake's still hot, Drake's bro. Still, Drake's still <laughs> out here. I didn't know if Drake stuff. was like... Yeah, he's still hot. He's yeah. going to be hot forever, dude. Um, who else? There's like this um, uh, subgenre of rap, and I don't even know what I would call it, but like the first guy that I heard who was like really doing it was Juice World. Juice World, yeah. And, yeah. Um, it's more like rap rock is that what you would call it like rock well like it's a lot of like you'd rap verses but it's screaming like almost screaming or like singing yeah i don't know there's a i feel like i hear that sound a lot especially when i'm on tiktok i hear that exactly yeah and uh i get i actually get why people like that kind of music yeah i don't really listen to it a lot but um yeah i i'm hip to that at least yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think so. Juice World, and then have you have you heard of X XX? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of them, um, and then a lot of uh, it really took took off like another genre or like version of rap. Have you do you know about drill drill music? Yeah, yeah, yeah like Pop Smoke and oh, yeah, that took okay, off like yeah. last summer too. So that's been. I think it's been around for, it was at least like big where I came from, but like th- back in the West Coast. So, uh, I could be ignorant, but didn't drill like kind of come from the UK? Yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. And now it's made its way here. Yeah. So it it came from UK, I think, to New York through Chicago, mm. and then like just went worldwide from there. That's one of my favorite. That's one of the reasons why I'm so drawn to hip hop is because. Um, one, it's like a living genre, like yeah. it changes. Yeah. Um, but also it's like a geographic genre. Mm-hmm. Like I can listen to stuff and think, oh, that's West Coast. That's LA hip hop yeah. or that's New York or that's Atlanta and that's the UK or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a cool thing that like cities and communities, they, their own sounds are developed and sometimes one catches on and then everyone's doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I think, uh, hip hop is really one of those, like, uh, ones where like it, it connects, like it connects people like with different, I don't even know how to say it, like what I'm trying to say. Different backgrounds. Yeah. Different backgrounds. yeah. Yeah. Because it's, I love it too, because at its heart, it's a, a black art mm, it started yeah. in african-american communities and but it has resonated with people of all kinds of oh, backgrounds yeah. and i was listening to a podcast the other day and i forget who the speaker was but he was talking about how like young white men it love rap music mm-hmm. like pro- it's probably the biggest uh like demographic of people yeah. who listen to like current rap music is really? white men yes huh. 
it's it's surprising to yeah. me too. But Dude, that's crazy. Um, there, there, his this speaker's like um, take on it was that he felt like, and he wasn't just talking about white men, but just the fact that like men of all races feel drawn to it is because the artists are mostly men who are very are extremely good at like articulating their emotions mm. which is something that men today are not very good at oh, and yeah. he was saying he feels like people are drawn to like young men are drawn to seeing men who are good at putting how they feel into words and I, that was just an Dude, interesting that's thing. yeah i think i agree crazy. with him yeah yeah i 100 percent agree too i i never i don't think i've never made that connection before yeah. that's that's cool yeah yeah um one more question yeah yeah go ahead and then we'll finish do you do you have a girlfriend i do you do, do have a girlfriend. yes okay um her name's maggie okay um we we met uh at Young Life Camp. Okay, so yeah. you guys have been together. We've been together a while. We've been together uh, three years now. Yeah. Is she, is she back in Oregon? She or? is. Oh, yes, so you're yeah. doing long distance right now. Yeah, yeah. Dude, salute. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I did that it's with Alexis good. for like six months. Yeah. And it 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 was not as long distance as you're doing. <laughs> it was it was hard, but yeah, it can work. We're married now. Yeah. So just, <laughs> um, well. That's awesome. That's all I got for you, man. It's been really fun getting to sit down and and get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. And I wish we had done this sooner. But yeah. uh, thank you for for taking the time. And I know you're a busy intern, man. Yeah. So I appreciate you coming over and sitting down and taking the time to talk with me. And um, I hope we can do it again sometime, man. Yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah, thank you, thank you again for um, reaching out and yeah. having me on here. So of course, man. Anytime. You're welcome here. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> To those of you listening, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day.